Hi, how's it going guys? Welcome back to another episode. It's been a couple of months <laughs> since the last episode and uh, it's a beautiful evening out. I'm recording this watching the uh, sunset about 5.30pm when the sun sets here in Ho Chi Minh City, aka Saigon. I said in my last episode that the next episode was going to be about the writing system because I made a few episodes regarding the Vietnamese language. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And it will be a quite simple episode because I realized when I did some research that you could dive really deep into the writing system. Okay, so for those who don't have any prior knowledge about Vietnamese or the Vietnamese writing system, then I can tell you <laughs> that as of today, the Vietnamese language is using Latin alphabet, right? I remember when I was a kid, maybe, I don't know, eight, nine or something, and I went to an Asian supermarket with my mom because we bought some ingredients to cook uh, Thai food. I remember looking at all the containers and... Uh, you know, boxes in the shop and I was just amazed over one particular language because I recognized, you know, the Thai uh, letters and I could see the Chinese characters, for example. But there was one language that really stood out uh, when I looked at all these, you know, containers of, you know, I don't know, bamboo shoots or if it was a bottle of fish sauce, whatever. But it was a language which used Latin script, right? And there were some weird... <laughs> you know, accent marks or diacritics, you know, and they represent the tones of the Vietnamese language, right? So they could be, for example, the letter A, you know, and it had like a weird accent up to the right, for example, or looking like a small snake over the A, for example. So there are many of these diacritics or, or accent marks in the Vietnamese alphabet. So I always, I knew I don't know exactly when I knew it was Vietnamese, but I remember when I didn't know it was Vietnamese and looking at the letters and just thinking, what is that? You know, because I could basically read it, but I didn't know the accent, you know, because it's the Latin script, you know. And here we are many years later, and I'm explaining to you guys about the writing system. You might be thinking, why does Vietnamese use a Latin-based script, right? It must have been some kind of external influence, you know, that changed that. It started quite early of Christian missionaries, you know, uh, Italian, Portuguese, using the Latin script to transcribe the Vietnamese language, you know, as an assistant for learning the language, you know. So that developed, you know, through, uh, and I know there was a um, Vietnamese Portuguese Latin dictionary, which was printed in Rome in 1651. And then later on, when the French, you know, colonial administration basically enforced this Latin alphabet to become, you know, a means to publish, you know, Vietnamese popular literature, etc., etc., and to be used throughout the society. So they kind of banned the uh, uh, Chinese characters. So just to give a history perspective, you know, so before the introduction of the Chinese style writing system, the Vietnamese language had a spoken language, but no written language until 111 BC, all right? So until the beginning of the 20th century, Vietnamese literature, governmental, scholarly, and religious 
documents, temple signs, etc., were written in classic Chinese. Okay, so that's basically the first written language that was being developed. It was in classical Chinese, aka the traditional characters which are used in Taiwan,、uh, Hong Kong, for example, and in some Chinese diaspora,、uh, including here in Saigon, actually. So. The Chinese characters they were introduced to Vietnam after the Han Dynasty conquered the country in 111 BC, right? So independence was achieved in 938 AD, but literally Chinese was adopted for official purposes in year 1010. In order to record their native language, they applied the structural principles of Chinese characters to develop. Something called Chu Nom, and this is where it gets a little bit confusing because Chu Nom is also Chinese characters, and this new script was mostly used to record folk songs and for other popular、uh, literature. Vietnamese written in the Chu Nom briefly replaced Chinese for official purposes under the Ho Dynasty. In the year fourteen hundred to fourteen hundred and seven, and then under the later Tay Son Dynasty from seventeen seventy eight to eighteen o two. So you might be asking, what is Chu Nom? So Chu Nom is the logographic writing system of the Vietnamese language. So it is based on the Chinese writing system, but adds a high number of new characters to fit the Vietnamese language. Back in the day, they mixed both classical Chinese, like the same type of order and everything which you would use in Chinese today, up until the Latin-based alphabet was fully introduced into the society. Before that, they used both classical Chinese and the Chu Nom. Okay, so with the Chu Nom, the Vietnamese. Created basically thousands of new characters, and similar to the Chinese writing system, the most common kind of invented character in the Chu Nom is the phonosemantic compound made by combining two characters or components, one suggesting the word's meaning, and the other its approximate sound. If you are a Chinese speaker, you would probably know what I'm talking about. But for example, the Chu Nom, what they did when they combined two characters. To create a, a native, locally invented character, is that they used, for example, the Chinese character for the sound ba. They used that character, and ba in Vietnamese means three. Okay, so they used the phonetic part ba of the character in Chinese, and then they added the character for four number three. In Chinese, san, which is like three、uh, horizontal lines, so they combined the ba character of the Chinese and the san, the three character, into one character, and that means three in the Chu Nom writing system. And I think this is very interesting. I cannot write many characters myself. I know a few. <laughs> I would think it's probably easier just to keep it the way it is because 
most people, I would guess, if they could write Chu Norm, they could probably write the classical Chinese as well. But maybe it was because they really wanted to create like their own way. Let's say you're a Vietnamese person who was completely fluent in the Chu Norm writing system and you wrote like an essay. From my understanding, a native Chinese speaker would not be able to really comprehend fully the text, you know, because they created so many, uh, you know, locally invented characters. Another example is quite interesting as well. I will give one more example. Okay, so for example, the word chơi or zơi, but mainly you say chơi, which means sky or heaven. In the Chu Norm system, that was composed of the character for sky in Chinese and upper. Okay, so if you speak Chinese, then they basically wrote Tian and then under Tian they wrote Shang. So they used sky and upper, like became one character, and that would mean sky or heaven. I guess you could probably guess what it means if you're a Chinese speaker, you know, if you saw that, but that's completely new, you know? And this was very interesting when I researched about this because I didn't even know about this, to be honest. And the oldest surviving example of a Chu Norm inscription is a stele from 1209 at Bao En Temple containing 18 characters naming villages and people. Another stele dated 1210 in Tap Miu village listed 21 names of people, villages and hamlets. And there was another stele at um, Ho Tang Son in uh, Ningbing province from 1343 that listed 20 villages. That goes to show that the Chu Norm was um, around for a very long time. You know, I thought actually it was not that old thought they wrote with uh, Chinese characters and then created a Norm later. But actually you can see there that, you know, we're talking, you know, seven, 800 years, you know. Okay, here's some more history regarding the classical Chinese because I discovered that during the seven years of the Ho dynasty from 1400 to 1407, classical Chinese was discouraged in favor of vernacular Vietnamese written in the Chu Norm system, which became the official script. So the emperor at the time, Ho Gui Li, even ordered the translation of the book of documents into Chu Norm and also pushed for a reinterpretation of Confucian thoughts in his book that was called Ming Dao. There's been some controversy over the years because during the Ming Dynasty occupation of Vietnam, the Chu Norm system printed, you know, blocks, texts, and inscriptions. They were thoroughly destroyed. But if we fast forward from 1850 and onwards, the French colonial authorities discouraged or simply banned the use of classical Chinese and promoted the use of the Vietnamese alphabet as a stepping stone towards learning French, which kind of makes sense, you know, if you only know characters and you're gonna learn French, it would be easier if you already know a Latin-based alphabet. I can really imagine the French probably really pushed for that. So the decline of the Chinese script also led to the decline of the Chu norm, 
given the fact that you know Norm and the Chinese characters are so closely related you know they are the same but the Norm is just a developed way of writing the characters so during the early half of the 20th century Norm gradually died out as guok ngu the latin alphabet grew more and more and became standardized and more popular and there was an article published in 1935 by Cordier. He stated that Guok Ngu is rapidly dethroning uh, Chinese characters and replacing Chu Norm. That by 1935, out of 100 literate persons, 70 knew the Guok Ngu, the Latin based script, and 20 knew Chu Norm, and 10 knew Chinese characters and today it's basically you know 100% know their latin based alphabet and then a small amount of people maybe uh, learn chinese for example or they actually study the ancient norm scripts and also the syntax of the norm naturally follows vietnamese grammar and not chinese grammar so the syntax of Norm naturally follows the Vietnamese grammar, not the Chinese grammar. The Chinese grammar and the Vietnamese grammar is fairly similar, I would say. There are just some minor differences. I don't speak Chinese well at all. <laughs> you know, I try to learn, but I don't speak well at all. I figured out that, for example, the way you structure a sentence a little bit, like for example, um, I speak to you, basically. In Vietnamese, we would say Tôi nói với bạn I speak with you But in Chinese, it's sure I with you speak <laughs> So it's a little bit different So today we discussed a little bit about the historical background regarding the um, uh, writing system and I hope it wasn't too detailed but I think it's very interesting this whole writing system and many people I still get comments on my main YouTube channel for example oh you speak like that but can you write and read and I'm like yeah <laughs> but it's mainly locals that are like surprised that I can like read and write but it's like the writing system in Vietnamese is so simple like it could literally not be more simple I think they, the way they uh, developed the writing system is very thoroughly done. This writing system doesn't really match fully 100% of any of the Vietnamese accents. I don't know about other people if they study or if they had a hard time. I don't know because to me, literally, I never studied the reading parts or trying to figure out how to read. It's just... I just heard a few words and then I basically know how to write. I'm sorry, to read. I, but on the other hand, I don't think it raises the uh, literacy rate of the population just because it's a Latin-based system. Because for example, you know, you have in um, Taiwan and they even use the traditional system, traditional Chinese characters. And there you have a literacy rate of, I think it's like 98, 99% something like that so my philosophy is if they can do it basically Vietnam could have done that too if they kept the Chinese writing system but in this case it's external forces that basically forced a change upon their people and people can argue if it was for the better or for the worse 
in a way, it would be cool if uh, the Vietnamese language still used Chinese characters. It would be like more, in a way, authentic because when you see the Latin-based alphabet, you know it's you know from Europe. You know it's not native to the region. In general, I think it's maybe easier for outsiders to learn the language, and most likely, um, it's easier for the natives to learn, you know, a Latin-based language like English or French or something. But again, you have like Taiwan, where people obviously can learn English or other languages quickly as well. So that kind of cancels out <laughs> the argument that it would maybe make you learn a Latin-based language faster because they they really do learn it quick there, you know. So, um, but again, it's very interesting, and I think the language has come to the point where I don't think you would see a change into, for example, taking back the uh, norm or the Chinese writing system. I don't think that would happen, mostly because it's so um, ingrained in the culture now to write with the Latin-based script. I would guess if someone opposed the idea that, uh, you know, we will change now from the Latin-based language to the Chinese-based language, there would be a resistance, you know, because they would say, no, we will not take after the Chinese, we will have our own. So it's very interesting, you know, you see uh, other countries in the region, not the Southeast Asia region, but for example, Korea, you know, they used Chinese characters as well back in the day. And then King Sejong, he introduced the Hangul, the Hangul, the uh, Korean uh, alphabet, which you can learn in like one day, two days, you know. And in Japan, for example, they use Kanji, which is basically classical Chinese with a twist, but they also use katakana and hiragana, which are uh, locally invented um, writing systems. That's pretty interesting, you know, all the countries they used to use Chinese characters, most of them have you know, developed their own way of writing and, um, you know, it's basically only Hong Kong and Taiwan and some Chinese diaspora which use the ultra, <laughs> the real deal, you know, the traditional Chinese characters. And even China, you know, they simplify their way of writing. I hope this episode made sense to you. <laughs> I think it was interesting to read about this. I hope this episode brought a little bit of clarity for you guys regarding the writing system and uh, the history about it and also what's used today. I will be back <laughs> pretty soon, I hope with another type of episode because I want to do a little bit different now. Uh, we've done a few episodes regarding the language and they have all been pretty much on the surface. They have not been very detailed, for example, and stuff like that. So uh, the difference is if you listen to this on YouTube, in the coming episodes, there will be, as we say, B-roll. There will be... Um, video as well so uh, if you're listening to for example spotify you will only hear what i'm saying and that's fine as well but if you'd like some uh, you know views from vietnam saigon for example uh, me driving around or just in general uh, views 
from here you are welcome to check out the channel which has the same name as this podcast so vietnam introduced and uh, having that said i would like to thank you guys for joining me today and uh, i'll see you in the next episode